Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whenever it is that you are seeing these faces or hearing our voices. Welcome to another episode of the Apple Tech Facts. I'm your host, Josh Line, and joined as always with me, my brilliant co-host, Mr. Seth Cruz. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good, man. Pretty good. Good. That's how I like to keep it around here on the channel. So if you guys are new to the channel, uh, we are here to give you all of the Apple uh and other tech related news that you normally may not have time to to cruise through throughout the week we're here to give it to you in about 30 minutes or less with the exception of today as we will be covering wwdc 2023 and everything that apple uh showed us listen to it at 1.5 speed yeah like subscribe yep. and hit that notification bell what so you this don't guy said. so you don't miss any episodes and with yep. that let's take it away or actually if i'm new to that to this episode oh, yeah? is you're actually going to be able to click the links up Ooh. here to follow us so I'll get that working out for you guys and we'll get right into it, starting with the very first thing that Apple announced and we had been given rumors on this one. It was a new MacBook Air and it was actually a larger one. So 15 inch, 15 MacBook, inch Air. MacBook Air. Yep. Uh, you got a price of $1,300. It does come with the M2 chip. So basically it's a larger screen. Um, Brightness, nits of brightness is like 500 nits, which is uh, consistent with uh, the M2 MacBook Air as well. And it supports over a billion colors um, in resolution. So that's, uh, in a nutshell, that's the new device. That will be the device that I actually purchased uh, Candace for her next okay. uh, computing device. Because I asked her, I had a conversation where I was like, okay, so what's more important to you? You're right. Mobility or size? Yep. And she was like... 50%. Both. Well, with, <laughs> both. Her, with her, it's literally 50-50 both. Yeah. Right? She needs that larger larger screen so she can see those minor details absolutely. on her Cricut and stuff. I, and I will tell you that the 15-inch the looks absolutely gorgeous. The yes. thing that, that they showed in the video that actually impressed me the most was how thin it was. Yes. Right? It's unbelievably the thin. The thinnest 15-inch uh, notebook yes. uh, or laptop that there is and it only weighs three pounds so yeah. just incredible the other one that that kind of had me going wow was you know okay so the mac studio is getting an upgrade yep. it's going to the m2 but not just any m2 the m2 max and the m2 ultras yep. which means up to 192 gigs of ram and uh, just unbelievable the the thing is the price Right. Yep. That you're talking two thousand dollars to get into something like that. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, no monitor, right? Right. And and but it'll accept all sorts of HDMI yep. and and the 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 different smaller chipsets for for things for video uh, output. So it's it's going to be absolutely incredible for for plugging into. Um, it's a powerful machine. Very powerful machine. And yet it's a personal device. Right. It's not even a professional device. No, it'll it'll fit underneath a a Mac well, pretty much any display. Right. And and has important for content creators a chip reader on the front. Yes. I, I know that's little. But, but if you're spending that much money and it didn't have that, you'd be like, come on. So I'm really glad to see that there. 
and we did finally get a Mac Pro. Yes. Right? The tower. Yes, the as Mac well Pro as the rack, that rack mount. The this the the release of the new Mac Pro into Mac Pro actually completes Apple's uh silicon transition. So now every device that Apple makes hardware-wise computing-wise is now ran by an M chip and their own chip. So this was supposed to happen over the course of two years, they're supposed to complete this process. Now we're, past that. we're on about four years now. So they finally got it done. But again, we've, we've said this before about Apple. And one of the things that makes Apple so great is that when they do it, they make sure they do it right. And, and the thing that I think the Lucas films and different places out there that really need the power yeah. that came from a Mac Pro. Yep. That the price being... I'm going to say a maxed out one's almost $13,000, yep. but it's not $53,000. And how much right. of that was going to Intel? Like I just, yeah. and then, and then by the time you bought the afterburner cards and you did all these things to bump up the Ram yep. and all of that. Yeah. Eight terabytes SSD drive and things like that. Anyway, I just can't say enough. If you're really after the max, the fact that it's only twelve and a half thousand dollars, yeah, is is really pretty incredible, especially when you consider that the equivalent of seven afterburner cards are built into yep. that thing. Yep. So with the PCI expansion slot, yep. so you can expand on your graphic card, oh, you've got audio all the cards, PC, your, yeah, PCI all expansion stuff, slots. So. But the processor alone being so much more powerful than what the old Mac Pro could do, even if you had somehow slotted it to have all of the extra speed just incredible just yeah. incredible not not something that we will ever need you oh, know, no. for any, by you know just judging for the content that that we create so if you're the average consumer you probably don't need it yourself unless you just like having the the newest most powerful most yeah. expensive device that there is I, i'm just really interested to see what the movie studios create yep. with this yep. you know because yep. if you look at shrek from the early 2000s mm -hmm. versus avatar right yeah they're both they're, they both have a significant element of the show and avatar is animated mm -hmm. and if you think about that as an animated movie and shrek the 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 what they could render on the screen and the quality of Toy Story yep. could render on the screen and the and the the the, the complexity of the textures and details and the layers and just stuff, so right. much different. So I'm really excited to see yep. what this technology allows content creators who would use it yep. to see what they do with it. We'll get we'll get movies like you're talking about faster. Yes, because it's going to be so much more efficient. So now when you know, they shoot a movie over the course of, you know, six to nine months. Yeah. They're going to have to do about a year's worth of editing in order for that to whole process to to package itself. So now maybe that cuts that maybe down by about three months, you yep. know, or, or sure. cuts it down in half, you know. So we'll see. So that's, that's, that's good for us, the consumer. Again, we don't need it for uh, our personal uses. So, But uh, very cool stuff to be talked about at WWDC. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. So your pricing points are uh, $2,000, like you said, for right. the Mac Studio. And then also the base model, I think, for the Mac Pro is what, 7000 
Yeah, it was seven thousand dollars yep. for the to get you into it, and then it went up from there. But not a lot. Yeah, not a not, lot. Not even double. Yeah, which <laughs> so, is good. Anyway, for the price of the starting store, at seven thousand. Yeah. Yep. Uh, getting into iOS seventeen. This was kind of, I would say, I don't want to say mediocre. It wasn't huge. It wasn't small. But it was what I guess you could expect and should expect from a uh, from a yearly update from Apple. They did do one thing that we have been waiting years on. And they have uh, probably been uh, working on for probably three or four years now is starting with iOS 17, iPadOS 17, and all the OSs that will be released in uh, July. No more, hey Siri. It's just Siri. And I've read, read a little bit more on this, but they're not allowing, I, unless it changes, my current HomePods, they're the OGs. Uh, I still have to say hey with yeah. them. So they're creating a you're going to know that your new MacBooks will respond, yep. your new iPads will respond, but your old older generation stuff that's worked just fine all yep. of a sudden doesn't and respond the same way. That's how they get you to update their money. Yes. So <laughs> I'm just saying this was sneaky because it's yeah. it's if you have an older system that's working well, suddenly it's like oh well now you're now what am I going to do? I'm going to have to buy new stuff. Yeah. Well yeah. maybe. Depends on who you are, how important it is to you, <laughs> you know. But I guess I, I guess I'll have to buy a bunch of HomePods instead of that new Vision Pro that we'll talk about later. We'll talk about that. Uh, the very last thing we definitely have opinions on that, as we had stated in the episodes, if it did, if it looked like what we were going to look like. So, uh, also they have updated the messages menu. So if you are in iMessages and you try to go to your menu or you you slide over to the left on your apps and stuff like that. Um, that has actually changed to now you're actually going to see a plus button on on the left side of it and it pulls up a whole vertical menu so much more user friendly this was kind of one of those minor updates that really makes a difference with the with the with the consumers interaction with that device sure and and i think those are going to be really interesting to see in action which again yeah. ios 17 that doesn't come out today that's later this fall yeah right yeah so. yeah you'll have to wait a little bit they just released the first public beta on all this stuff and you no longer have to pay a hundred dollar fee or a yearly fee to get be a part of apple's developer plan uh that is actually now free so i'm glad that they actually wrote that off that's a good thing but don't I, go install it because it's, it's buggy we cannot recommend installing yeah. the developer beta the first version of a major release because it is so buggy and they don't even put all of the features into it upon the first release. They actually slowly bring the stuff on. Like, for instance, like the journaling app is not even available in the beta yet, sure. on the developer beta sure. yet. So um, that's something new that's also coming is the journaling app. Um, I'll talk about that later in a second. And this one caught me off guard, but it, it, it didn't surprise me at the same time as stickers. I, I don't know, maybe this is a younger generation thing, but I did notice that people are starting to use stickers on other social media platforms. Apple has actually brought this to the iOS, uh, to the Apple ecosystem throughout 
the ecosystem. So all across devices and applications, you can now uh, create a sticker and that is actually interactive depending if, if you're like tilting your phone in the light or not, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll shine, shine and stuff like that. So you can place them everywhere, you can create them and you have some fun with it. You know, definitely something I know a lot of people are gonna get into, just not myself. No, not for me. Yep. Uh, next up is a update to uh, messages as well, is uh, real-time audio message you get um, annotations. So if you are in a meeting and you get a, an, an audio message, it's actually gonna live uh, Put the words, show you right? the words and annotate the words on what it's in it. So you, you can either wait, choose to listen to it later or just respond to it with a quick text uh, through, you know, on your Apple Watch. Also in messages, you now get a, to reply to a message, you have to, you used to have to long press on the actual message you want to reply to. That is a lot easier now and streamlined to where you actually just have to swipe left on the message and you can actually reply to that direct message. That was needed in the update. That'll make the user's experience a lot better as well. Would you think the reply at the message level was not used much? Because I love how it works. Oh, I, I absolutely love it. I don't use it as much as I, uh, as much as I know that I will. So know, in the future, in in group messages, yes, where maybe the whole family gets uh, a joke text or something. Yep. And then somebody says, uh, "I can you explain this to me?" And it's like, yep. "Okay, fine." Yep. <laughs> you can reply to the previous to that one. Yeah. I, I mean, I just I just like that. Yep. So it's it's good stuff. Um, that's that was welcomed. Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely for sure. Also, voicemails get a nice little update where if you're, again, if you're in a meeting or you are unable to listen to your voice, uh, your voicemail calls, you're going to get a live annotation of those uh, voicemails so you can actually read what the person is leaving in real time. I thought the cool thing was, so when the voicemail is coming in, you can listen to it. Now, if you're our age, you might remember the OG... Uh, answering machine where you stood and you let the phone ring and then you listen to who was leaving the message and then you go oh crud that's my mom and yep. you pick up the the answering machine and, yep. ta and start yep. talking to them yep. so you can now finally do yep. the same thing the same with thing. the phone is while they're still leaving you the voicemail listen in yep. and then you have the choice to actually answer Yes. Before you had to be like, oh, it was uh, looks like an unknown number. I wonder who that was, yep. right? And you're like, oh, crud, I need to pay my phone bill, right? right? Like you, you then you had to call back anyway. It's a whole thing, but welcome to 2023. Welcome, yeah, I'm surprised I'm excited to, get it years to see ago. that. I'm excited to see that. It's, it's a little thing, but it's, it's nice. It, again, yeah. lots of little things here, but they they're gonna make a big difference. Uh, next up is FaceTime. You actually can now leave a. FaceTime voicemail. Yep, yep. So it's gone video. So the face voicemail has gone video. Uh, big deal again. Something that is that may be small to some, but it's going to make a big difference in your everyday use. Also, you get standby mode for your iPhone. So basically, if you uh, tilt it horizontal like you do with your Apple Watch, it's going to pull up a whole standby mode. Uh, clock display complete with you know some widgets that you can add on there as well. It looks pretty good. I think that this was a just a, again 
one of those small things that make that's going to make a big difference when you go to put your phone up because it's going to limit distractions and at the same time you're going to be able to keep an eye on things this this feels like something where my iphone 12 mini they're not going to do it for sure and they're only going to do it on the 14 or the 15. i just feel like this it is does the work kind, on the 13. i feel like this is the kind of thing where they're going to start limiting the what's available or how useful it is to only the newer devices yep. not that they couldn't but, but i just feel like this is one of those things where you're going to see accessories that allow you to have your phone propped up and still mm -hmm. charge and be able to just like the the watches you can have a nightstand mode yep so yeah i'm excited for it the other thing that i i guess i wish that they would allow this to work on on the ipad os and i don't i haven't mm. seen that that this feature nope. exists nope. let's say i have an old ipad sixth gen uh -huh. just laying around do you mm -hmm. <laughs> and maybe it'd be nice to have the the nightstand mode on it with all of the home controls right the home kit controls so that i could i could have one of these just use it as a hub. Yep. yep. Set out on the kitchen somewhere with the video feed, and all. I know I can do it without all that stuff. It's just, it would be nice if it just dedicated it. dedicated to that. Yeah. So anyway, I know I can do it. You uh, can. I know you I can. Can't do the home app. I know I could. Make a dedicated use for it. I could. Well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> well, you'll get into that That's later. Right. Actually. That's right. All right. Next up is contact posters and name drop so now you could just tap your phone or hold your phone close to somebody else's phone and it's automatically going to uh, prompt you to send your uh, send your name and contact information and really seth let me ask you does this make the business card obsolete at this point you know it, it uses the same technology that apple pay uses right. so move your phone near somebody else's phone. You tried the tap to pay recently, you told yes. me. Yes. Where you can you can bring two phones, phones together yep. and it, did you have to tap them nope. together? Near, just just near, it near it. Near it and boop, and there it goes, now yep. you paid. So to be also able to use that same thing, but instead exchange numbers, I think it's going to eliminate the ability to give somebody a wrong number when you're dating. Yes. Uh, you're going to have to have a fake contact yes. built in yep. your phone. Yeah, or a fake phone, for that matter. <laughs> so, it doesn't get rid of the does it get rid of the business card? You know, uh, it's going to eliminate one purpose of the business card, but I don't think it's going to get rid of it. I think I think there are plenty of people out there who you do business with that would have no idea how to make this work. Yeah, you're probably right. But I think that when you have two technically inclined people, it will provide a way for them to exchange their information. And we'll see with, you know, with uh, my Uber passengers and things like that, is there a need? Do I see them exchanging information right. with their phones? What happens if they get too close together, yeah, all sitting next to each other? That's a good, that's right? a good, like, those are good questions. So I, I think it's going to wait to be seen. 
yep. how this gets used and how, does it get abused? Do people yep. bump up against you and steal yep. your information? Just all sorts of really, I, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of safeguards. But anyway, yep. it's going to be interesting to see how it's used and misused. Yep. It's going to, what, another nice piece of it is it's going to, the poster piece of it is going to, it's basically going to uh, upload a pic, their contact yeah, picture. Yeah, it shows the contact, it shows the contact shows, picture. And, and it, you choose what yours looks like yep. when you exchange it with somebody. Yep, absolutely. And that's the nice part of it because I can't tell you how many people I have in my phone that I can't remember what they look like. And so that part of it is actually gonna help as long as you obviously, if, as long as you have the iPhone and you're in the Apple ecosystem, then then you're good on that. It's not gonna work yeah. on Android devices, but just so you're aware. Yet. Yet. Cause that's the other, that's the other part of it. So I'm gonna say is if I have a brand new Samsung and you have a brand new iPhone and I can't exchange contact information like that, there's something wrong because they both have the same technology. On them. Same technology, yeah. just different systems. I, I, I just think like there are certain things that should be exchangeable yep. and contact information yes. is absolutely one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, I completely agree. Uh, also, you will get update, uh, basically the lock screen that Apple released in iOS 16 also gets uh, an update to where now you get more customization of it. No surprise here. Uh, you'll you'll be able to see it as soon as you update it. I'm not going to go into details like that again. As I and then also I mentioned the journaling app that is Apple's newest uh, native application that's not in beta yet or two beta testers yet. But basically, the the point of it is to they they sold it as something to help you stay thankful. Let me, let me journal that with my Apple Pencil on my iPad. Is that available? Yes. yes. All right. It's going to do See, that, and go. it's going to show you. It'll prompt you with pictures and music yep. to help you evoke that memory. Okay. Of To journal that memory down. What were you listening to? What photos did you take? Um, did you do a workout? Those types of things. Okay. So that's kind of the purpose of it. It's, my, it's, a, it's a mindfulness health uh application and a uh something just to help you as they as i stated to stay thankful if you know think write down stuff you're thankful every day kind of thing yep what we got next seth so on the ipad os what's coming uh kind of was covered as as a whole section within wwdc which is great to see but i was maybe a little disappointed because there's not a lot there they're updating the lock screen to be more like the iPhone, yep. right? Which is yes. nice, yep. giving you wallpapers and things like that. And, and, and it'll definitely look more contemporary yes. and more in line with, with the newest iPad or iPhone release. Yep. So the iPad and the iPhone, as far as when you look at them, will, will feel yep. the same. There, there's always been a difference of, oh, this feels like an iPad, this feels like an iPhone from the minute you pick them up and touch them they're blurring those lines you're just getting yes. a bigger screen yep and i think that's intentional Absolutely. Uh, although not having a calculator app on on the ipad is kind of a weird thing to, to yeah. not have but anyway they're gonna they're gonna update a few of those things they're gonna update the health app so that's nice because you know how many times are you wanting to update something on a bigger 
If yeah. you have your iPhone and your iPad basically linked like messages and everything right. else, yeah. why wouldn't you want to update it on a bigger exactly. screen? I'm just saying yep. it's nice that that's going to be visuals. there. Yep. Um, they, they talked about in the Notes app, PDF being a thing. Yes. And I'm just going to say I can't think of once when I've needed that. I cannot either. Yeah. I don't create PDFs. I just sign PDFs. And, and this that is, set, right, and this is just to fill out like a form or to view a PDF. Now, maybe for schools, this is a big deal, like yes. for students, sure. right? To be able to look at their textbook information in line with their and, notes. And they can annotate it as so, for their device. Right, and so I think it's very targeted at that, that audience. Sure. I'm just saying that there's a large group that's not caring about uh, having PDFs in the notes app and yet they're paying attention to that group. So I'm not, this is not a diss at all on that, but I just don't have the familiarity or the need that wasn't there that this is filling. Yeah. I'm going to keep you guys posted on that. Um, as far as like the use cases for it is like how much does it get used for, for right. students? I got three students that are starting school in the fall. I got one that's a student that's uh, that's that that you know I, I can't I just I don't know that they would be using the iPad right like they my daughter does she yeah. exclusively uses the iPad the iPad Air third generation for all of her schoolwork okay and she's about to start school up again doing a new major at a new school so uh in the fall so i'm gonna be kind of keeping i don't want to say keeping tabs but yeah i'll definitely be asking her you know some questions along the way as she's doing her uh, work so we can kind of get a better student point of view yeah for when we are reporting stuff to you guys and the last thing that they talked about was external display support yeah and i just I, I, it looks good yes right um uh, it's definitely seamless yep but i think i'm gonna have to just play with it some more mm -hmm. before I can really say if this is something that I care about, if sure. that makes sense. I, I, think, I think there's a lot of small updates, uh, more updates in iOS, but there's some small but meaningful updates to the iPad. The thing that, that I actually was hoping they would do, which was update the music app, Mm. didn't happen really they didn't really happen. they talked about oh there's going to be some updates to music they did it some was, updates that are going to benefit you they did do some updates that we'll get into they did. Uh, that you're going to get into they uh, did a little bit later but i'm just going to say yeah. that the thing that i i've noticed right now at least is a new bug with bluetooth a new bug between bluetooth. between my ipad music and my infotainment center in my in my car Mm. The it more often the music stops playing even though the display is updating uh, on the screen and so the person picks the song the display updates to show the song the the thing shows the progress of the song playing yep. but no music's coming yep. out and the it's only way to a carplay bug and the only well i'm not running carplay oh the only way to fix it, I have to turn off the car and open my door and shut it to cause the whole infotainment system to reboot when wow. it starts up. And then the music, next time it connects, music starts playing again. Wow. Now, I, this has happened to me multiple, multiple times. It used to happen once in a blue moon. 
It's happening with regularity now oh, no. since an update to the iPad. So I'm just saying that this is, they, they fix things, they break things. Mm -hmm. We'll see. But I would That's rather just have a stable environment yeah. um, with a version of the music software that is more intuitive. Yep. I did finally have somebody press the microphone button, mm. singing with the microphone. Yep. And guess what? They didn't like it. No? No, because the, the, all the people in the car couldn't didn't know where they were in the song, uh, even though the words are scrolling, yep. because they couldn't hear Here the person, person singing. singing it. Yes. Yes. Yep. So, we tested that. I tested that out myself. Yep. Uh, my oldest granddaughter got a little karaoke machine yep. that we hooked up to Apple Music, and I hit that, ki that karaoke yep. button, yep. and it went through, and she was off to the races. Absolutely. You know, making up her own words Ab as a six-year-old. Ab absolutely. You know, but it's a great feature, and again, if you're, it's, if you're not used to it, it's going to take some getting used to, but again... I would say it's, it's nice that you can change the volume so you can still hear the back yes. the, the vocals in the background yep. just quieter. But it, it threw everybody off. So yep. anyway, maybe they'll make that feature better in the future. But uh, but that's you know the major things from my iPad OS basically were minor adjustments yep. to your quality of life and using it with some focuses for college. And yep. people that might need certain feature functionality while not completely overhauling the system. Yep. That's what I would take away from the iPad OS update. Yep. And that's kind of what they did across the across the board here, as you will notice, which leads me to our next topic of Mac OS Sonoma. They finally brought widgets to Mac OS. This is something that we i don't know maybe this tech community maybe has been clamoring for for two to three years now ever since ipad os 14 was released and now it's finally available and you can actually use uh like with notifications you can now from the notification screen you can actually drag the the widget that you want to your desktop and get the information that you need or just information right in front of you. Now, one thing I will say about this, like, okay, maybe it's gonna be intrusive and that's not the case. And so if you're in Safari, you know, reading news article or whatever, those widgets are actually gonna fade into the background. This is something that's to help maintain your focus. Again, students, Yep. The, yep. that's gonna be coming to place so if you're doing research they, they did that right, but we finally get widgets. Also, they created a widget gallery, kind of like your app li library, where you can see all of your widgets across uh, all of your devices. And now, with the continuity feature, yeah, as long as your iPhone is nearby, you can pull widgets or view widgets in your widget gallery from that you have on your I on your iPhone. iPhone. Yeah, you don't cool. have to install them uh, in order to have access to the to see them or, or stream them basically yep. to yeah through continuity yep. mode. They get basically just the two devices need to be on the same, same Wi Fi and they need to be near each other. Yep. Easy. Next up, Apple has created a gaming uh, a gaming uh, gaming game mode. mode. Yeah, and they created a game mode for. Uh, all of those people that are big gamers and want to use the Mac 
uh, OS system as a gaming platform, which is not something that it is its strong point. It is definitely one of the weakest points, if not the weakest point in the whole Apple ecosystem okay. when it comes to Mac OS. Now, what they did was they basically gave the mode, if you turn the mode on, it's going to prioritize your unified memory. So it's going to push it to those high intensity graphics and audio and your Bluetooth signals. It's going to it's going to basically improve that so that the latency virtually doesn't exist. So, so they're going to make your controllers more responsive and they're going to prioritize CPU and GPU. So your graphics and your CPU, everything is going to feel snappier yes. when you're in that mode. Yep. And then it'll push those background applications that you have it'll lower down and, and throw them into let's say like a, a the equivalent of like a low power mode sure, sure. kind of thing so where it's still updates minimum, but a lot slower yeah a lot lot slower yeah sure. so that's a good update and and warcraft would yep. be a big beneficiary of that yep. but there's going to be a lot of other apps yep. a lot of other games that are also going to be beneficiaries of that and i've, I've heard or read somewhere that uh, they actually want to have some kind of a way to emulate a uh, to allow a game to run an emulation mode to show them how good it could be yeah right i don't quite understand what that means yet unless i'm you know unless you're saying well you take your windows game and run it on the mac but at any rate i think i think there's a push to make a mac more uh, enticing to develop game developers yep. so that's exciting to see it might be a little scary or interesting for sony and microsoft with their gaming specific systems to see you've already got the iphone now you're talking about something with no fan and an incredible processor and a great display now entering into that arena now do i really need to spend an additional six hundred dollars on that device or could i just do it here Wait to be seen. Yeah, but you can game pretty good on the M1 MacBook Air. I have, you know, tried it. I play a little uh, NBA 2K. Sure. And I'll tell you, if it's going to be a, a game changer and it's going to change things for me personally, if they get like some of these major titles to the Mac OS system, like you know, like you state, like you said, Warcraft, and then also maybe something like uh, the actual like Call of Movie Call of Call of Duty, <laughs> Call of Duty franchise or yeah. Destiny franchise. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll we'll see how what time uh, brings us on that one. Uh, they've updated video conferencing with presenter overlay. So now you can be a small, a small little bubble that moves around the screen, or you could be prominent figure in the lower corner that has all of your content in the upper right hand. So this will work actually not only with FaceTime. But with WebEx and Teams as well. Think, think when you're watching the news and the news anchor is talking and over his shoulder uh, or her shoulder is a graphic. Yes. That basically you would have that feature functionality. Do you know what I read about this? What? It's not going to be available to anybody with an Intel-based system. Yep. Shocker. So you have to have an M1 or an M2 processor yes. in your laptop to use this feature even though you don't have to have an M1 or M2 processor for Mac OS Sonoma. Yep, and it, this is going to be specifically for the functionality where if I throw two thumbs up in my conference call, then fireworks are going to go off. 
So there, you, Intel doesn't have that ability. That's why they say that. Yeah, well, it has a lot to do with the neural engine. There, there's a lot of additional processing and things that just aren't available on an Intel processor. But it's also a way for them to differentiate and say, hey, you should upgrade. So I think they're taking advantage of, of the fact that you can't do this. And, and yeah. I think it's going to be just another reason why you might want to upgrade. Yep. It won't be the only one. Won't be the only one, but they're they're making Maybe it reason. harder and harder for yep. you to keep your old devices, uh, which is to be expected because you know they're a business and they're here to make money. Next up, Safari is working really hard in the private tabs to keep your information safe. Now, in private tabs, uh, you will actually it's actually easier for you to share passwords and pass keys with those closest to you. Also, you now get profiles for uh, for personalized browsing. So if you're in a student profile, then you can do stuff that you're researching for. Or if you're in work profile, you can do stuff for work-based only. That's what that means. Sure. Also, uh, they are working with to keep your tabs, cookies, history, extensions, and favorites, all of that basically encrypted and out of anybody who's trying to track you basically uh, so that's locking that down a little bit more and also you can now create a web-based application with any website this is something that you know it's, it's it, I think this is going to take a little bit of time for people to get used to doing and get used to uh, the difference between a website and a web app because there's not a lot of education out there i'm not going to get into the def the the differences today because we need to keep moving on and we already passed our 30 minute window <laughs> as we said you know this is going to be this will be a episode. longer one this is going to be a longer one guys so bear with us and we appreciate your time moving on seth this it, these next topics i have a feeling is going to uh, affect you pretty well you know the 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 one that I'll start with is the AirPods. So today I would turn on the noise canceling or turn it off. Yep. And they've talked about adaptive noise canceling and things like that. But what does it mean? Well, the best example I can give you, I had the new AirPods in my in my ears sitting on an airplane with the noise canceling turned on. And when they did an announcement, I couldn't hear the jet engines roaring, but I could clearly hear the person talking over the overhead. Yes. So that's what adaptive means, is being able to actually still cancel out the background noise that yep. you shouldn't hear while allowing you to hear the things you should. Yep. So I think that when they really enhance this they showed it as a new in-between mode between one or the other that i think a lot of people will probably switch to that yep um when i am driving people in an uber if i have one airpod in one ear i sometimes do turn the noise canceling on because they're singing so loudly and out of tune that I don't need to hear that. Yep. I would much rather hear the turn-by-turn -turn instructions for navigation Correct. while I'm driving and be less 
distracted by their antics. Yes. <laughs> but most of the time, you know, having the ability to hear things is more important than noise canceling. This in-between yes. mode really does give you the best of both worlds because every once in a while somebody yeah. sings so loudly or so off-key that it actually registers on my watch as, as being something that could hurt my hearing. Yes. So <laughs> I, and those those are gotta that has to be the most annoying notification that Apple sends out is the noise is the noise levels. I, I'm not gonna get into it today, but if if you want to know my feelings on it, you can follow us on Twitter at Apple Tech Facts. Uh, and I, I always I always put them in. About it, so. I, I always put them in when I'm mowing my lawn. Yes. So being able to drown out the lawn mowing, but still hear uh, when my wife yells at me for something or whatever, right? right. A, a car honks their horn, whatever. That's going to be nice. So I definitely think that that's something that they're we're going to see updated and, and make it better yeah i i'm definitely looking forward to that um so they talk about airplay yeah. on the home pod or the home pod mini and this one i'm not so sure about we'll see i can tell you already that airplay doesn't always work nope. and so adding more devices where it doesn't always work is mm. is not as exciting to me as saying we're going to fix airplay so it works all the time i love airplay it's one of my favorite features of the whole apple ecosystem but like you said it's it's not a functioning it doesn't function on the high level that everything yeah. else does and that's very disappointing but you're absolutely so right. so anyway i i think i think the one area that that you will encounter because our our audience is people who don't have time for all of this so they're they're more likely to not seek out every new feature functionality however if you travel and you go into a hotel room and there's just a qr code where you can you can bring up your camera and tap it and now what you watch on your phone is now on the tv yes. i can tell you the last two well three, four times. I don't know. It's been a lot. Basically, every time I've traveled, I have not used the TV in the room. Yep. I have used my iPad or my computer, yep. something yep. else yes. to consume media. Yep. And, it's, and, and it had a lot to do with the fact that what was on my screen was not going to be available on the hotel room yeah. screen. And so why would I use it? Yep. This allows a return to using the hotel screen. Yeah. So I think that's something that our listeners might actually yeah. find very useful. Um, share play, that is the area that I think when we talk about like the music app, having share play coming, uh, car play, uh, I, think, I think actually the one that I, th I think it sounded like would be easier is if I'm on the road and I call my wife and she's sitting at home on the watching the Apple TV mm -hmm. and we want to watch a show together that share play to the Apple TV 
would through basically would become a lot more streamlined where we might actually be able to do a FaceTime video and then share that to share that the content. to yep. the Apple TV. Yep. I think that is actually where it's at for this yep. feature. I, I agree. Is you you, you think have, you can use it in your Uber with whenever you got no, orders no, jumping no, in your van? No. They're not gonna pick a song and then share I'm not, it. I, I'm not gonna run CarPlay in my car. Because because it takes away all sorts of feature functionality. I don't I don't you can't run CarPlay on an iPad. Yeah. So am I gonna not have opportunity? A, right, like I, opportunity I don't know. here, I, Apple. It, if if CarPlay worked with an iPad, right? Yeah. And and if if when they get in, they want to they want to send their 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 listen their playlist, right? Mm -hmm. And and everybody else in the car wants to share a song and do all that. It really sounds cool. Um, if 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 it worked between my iPad, right, and the other devices in the room. That might be interesting sure. to me, yep. uh, but 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 not if it requires CarPlay, for me. Sure. For a lot of people out there, CarPlay is the way to go. I would tell you that from an Uber perspective, it's actually been distracting. Sure. So anyway, the the Uber app for me takes away too much. I can't do my, I I, I if I'm doing CarPlay with the Uber app, then I can't have turn by turn in my ear with a song playing. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, kind of important. There, there's things that um, Uber requires uh, certain, like, if you want to be able to do the Lux or the Uber Comfort or some of these others, they specifically say you have to turn off turn by turn or have it in your ear, right? Oh, like, wow. like there's things that they require for the higher tiers wow. that I'm already doing that you can't do with carplay so i'm just saying no there was a thing so i'm huh. just saying that the there the 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 streaming the share play i think will be more exciting for people traveling and wanting to or or with a long distance relationship where they're wanting to share yep. uh what they're watching with somebody else and that's actually i know i'm jumping ahead here i think that's actually a reason that two people who are in a long distance relationship and have more money than they know what to do with might decide they both want to hang out together mm. with the vision pro yep so we'll talk about that later but yep. i think i think share play in the vision pro would be a game-changing oh, feature absolutely right more than anything else that you could do and i and that's conspicuously missing yeah so anyway uh the the other thing that was coming to tvos was upgraded control settings uh, so if if you were looking for a way to more easily access system settings right mm -hmm. certain features and certain things that you might want to do in the tvos become easier to do um less clicks less scrolling basically is right what is basically what and we knew to. that they've always had the ability to find the the remote that the chip was in there they're basically finally turning it on and i'll tell you i was actually disappointed because it's the old near far not the little not arrow. the little arrow yeah. 
and I know they can do like if okay if you're gonna put technology into something like a like a controller that got lost, don't give me the don't play don't the, the don't play the hot and cold game yeah. with me. Show me where it is, right? Like I'm just saying that was that to me was a miss. Um, I think that somebody is going to put a well they already have a a little rubber wrapper with an air tag because oh, yeah. then you can have the, yeah, the beeping arrows, and sure. the arrows. So I'm just saying, I think that was a miss by yeah. Apple. Anyway, it's nice to see that they're doing something there, but it's like, ah, this is really minor. Another another funny miss, I'll tell you. If you t I'm going to go all the way back when we talked at the beginning of the show okay. about the uh, Apple Pro. Okay. Okay. They took off the heat sink and they were showing the inside of the Apple Pro right. Tower. The uh, the Apple logo on the chip, when it's seated in there, mm -hmm. is sideways. Oh, so I wonder if they even noticed that. They they should have they should have made the Apple logo be right up. up and down with the rest of it. I was saying these are little things, <laughs> but when and it's great that we can nitpick about stuff like yes. whether or not it's an arrow. Or a near far on the on the low, you know, on the uh, controller. But these are when you're. It's hard to make things easy. Think about that. It's weird, isn't it's it? It's hard to make things easy. So this, when we start scrutinizing the little things, it's because that can be the difference. Not the logo thing. That's just aesthetics. But that can be the difference between good and great. Sure. Is just a tweak. Yep. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. So hopefully the next round they'll get it, they will uh, update it and get it right. So I know we're really over, but talk to us about uh, Watch Ten. Watch Ten. Uh, Snoopy and Woodstock are coming to the Apple Watch. Who cares? <laughs> you don't care about, <laughs> don't that. Care about that. Most people don't care, but now it's not just Mickey Mouse and Minnie. Not Mouse. just Mickey Mouse. That's yeah. true. That's true. I might, I might actually enjoy a Woodstock face. Agreed. They interact with the hands on the watch, and they also react to the weather. So that's kind of that's fun, you know. Not something that's absolutely huge by any means, but <laughs> it is, you know, small, but it may make a difference to some people. Uh, now, when you turn the crown, you're actually going to get more of a a widget view of your applications so you basically get more information in a smaller space so that does seem interesting because that right was now, the number one right, thing i have to say because right now the only thing i can do with my watch is turn it from uh where it's red for at night or not for during the day yeah i got out to where it's the list instead of yeah. the app layout i yeah. have mine in that list so that's what that's going to come in handy for me similar to that yeah. so it's good a lot more information because that's what i wanted out of the watch os was i need a little bit more information in the smaller device. And again, you warned me about this was when I was going to get the Apple Watch. You said, get bigger, go bigger. Go, get with the bigger screen. Go with the bigger yep. screen. Yep. And you were absolutely right on that. Now that, you know, now that I've learned and I am a, I will call myself a level two or a level three user of the Apple Watch where I was just your basic text and weather type person. That is no longer the case. I need that bigger screen. So my yeah. next time I watch, I definitely have that bigger screen. So yeah, I've I've actually got uh, the world clock, stocks, weather, and battery, as well as the time and other things, all on yeah. my watch face because I like having all that information at a yep. glance. Yep. And they get the world clock does get updated to match the day and time it is with the time zone. 
just a small update there. Updated the trophy case so where you can see what you're looking at, what your progress is on, Love on the current goals that you're working at. You now get uh, team colors and score updates, watch faces. So that's pretty cool uh, for me, even though um, my beloved Miami Heat are down in the play in the finals. Not going to get into it. A different topic. And uh, what I have found is that us sports fans in the tech community are few and far between. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, now you get palette color, uh, palette colors in three different layers depending on the time of the day. So you'll get three different colored watch faces that look pretty cool. Uh, going along with fitness, uh, cycling updates with bike sensors, uh, to work with bike sensors, I should say. They're measuring your power, your heart rate, and your motion to get what they call your functional threshold power or your FTP. And this is basically how much power can you maintain over the course of one hour while you're cycling? And then it's going to give you your power, provide you with information like your power zones. And how they kind of displayed it was kind of like a blue, like uh, started with blue bars and then it worked up to your red. And it will give you the data for your most optimal power that where you can cycle for a straight hour to get the most use out of. Sure. The most effect out of. Pretty cool. Now, I'm not a cyclist, but there's obviously hundreds of thousands of people out there that are. If you are a hiker, uh, the compass and maps get a couple of updates here. So now you get uh, Way, waypoints. waypoints. Yep. Yeah. Now you get waypoints. So where it'll show you where your last Wi-Fi signal was, or if you are in a zone or a waypoint where you need to make an SOS call, you can actually do that using any carrier. Doesn't matter if your carrier is in network or not. That SOS functionality is across all carriers. So that's that's a very, very nice thing to have. And then also with maps, you get topographical maps with contour lines. So it's going to show you any trails or trailhead categories and give you any, you can search like your trails and it'll give you elevation uh, numbers and, and stuff like that. So lots of good information in a lot smaller space. That That's kind of the point. Again, sticking with the fitness thing because this is supposed to be a fitness related device. And now, and also now they actually are giving you, uh, with the health app, vision health, which is, to me, very important as uh, with having our, our six-year-old that holds the iPad when she's going to sleep like this. Does she have a watch on? No. Because wasn't this a feature of the watch? Yep, but it's coming to the iPad. Okay. So now you're going to get, now on the iPad, you are going to get a prompt that literally says in the you're screen, holding it too you're, close. you're holding it too close. Love that. Because that was the thing that I, I, when I heard them talk about this in the watch, I'm thinking, okay, so my six-year-old that has an Apple Watch on, you their, their, their $400 Apple Watch holding their $800 iPad too close to their face. I mean, like, it's great technology, but I was a little concerned that, that kid's got an awful lot of really expensive tech before this feature becomes available. I, but what you're saying is it, it could just be the iPad. Yeah, just, just for the iPad. You there know, you go. Again, sticking with the health thing because this is Apple's main initiative along with uh, going green or eliminating their I like. Filter. I like it. I like where so, they're going with that. Yep. They, it, I didn't expect it, but it's a nice surprise. So. All right, so let's talk, about, least. let's talk about the Vision Pro. 
the 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 Vision Pro, the coup de gras of Tim's legacy. One more thing. I told you it was going to be one thing. more thing. It is the one more thing. I don't know why he did it one more thing. The whole world knew it. And <laughs> the 44 million people have searched or viewed for it on YouTube yeah. as of this morning. So it's well, a lot that, of people. I'm going to tell you that if I open up uh, if I open up any video in 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 YouTube, and they always run advertisements sure. before a, a show, right? Well, before you start watching a video, yep. not every time, but frequently, an advertisement for the Apple Vision Pro is yep. the first thing first you see. Thing. Yep, I noticed that today too. And it's not the metaverse, people. It's spatial computing. There is a difference. They create a new class of computer here. And it's basically your MacBook in the on your face form, on the face. Yeah, the, and, the 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 thing about this is, if you think about the first version of the Apple Watch, they had a ten thousand dollar version of that watch. Didn't even know. It was solid gold. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but you know, they they had they had a really high end version, but they didn't call it Pro. Now, this has metal and glass and a digital crown, and it looks, and, and fabric, it looks like a high-end watch or wearable. Wearable. And I, I definitely think that they will be successful in selling maybe a million of them, mm-hmm. but at 3000 $499 plus up to another $600 if you wear glasses to get to get prescription lenses for Man. these things. I think I think that's really going to create a barrier that until they get to a a Vision SE version that's $499 mm-hmm. or a thousand if it's Apple. Yep. I just think that it's going to really be challenging to break into the wearable market the way they did with the watch. The reason the watch was successful, in my opinion, was a lot to do with price. Mm-hmm. And you see this because they have the Ultra, mm-hmm. they have a, a regular, and they have the SE. Right. And, they, and, so- and, and they all basically do one thing really good, which is... They tell you the time, but they also link with your with your other devices, yep. and and allow you. As an example, if I'm driving, and I, my I have focus mode, so my phone go realizes that I'm in Uber mode because I switched to the Uber app. Sure. The watch face on my on my uh, watch changes to my Uber watch face yep. when I'm driving. It gives me different information when I look at my watch yep. while I'm driving. So I'm just saying... What we're that, talking about is utility. That level of integration between the devices and being able to not spend a, a, a really large amount of money for a device that can interact with other devices, I think is why the watch was so successful. Yep. What you have is, like I mentioned before, share play is conspicuously missing. I get why it's like, okay, let's just First get a version out there that works, right? Yeah. But they put 
FaceTime. That seemed like, I don't know, the wrong new feature to add to a first person view device. Yeah. Uh, FaceTime is something that would be nice, but I would have preferred to have SharePlay. Yep. Agreed. Especially if you got two people, like you were saying, to watch a movie for doing the long distance thing. It would have been nice for my wife and I to do it because we did it for yeah. a year and a half yeah. of our relationship. Yeah. And the thing that I think you, I, I really, I hope this doesn't happen, but man, the way, the way it sounds, it might be that Avatar 2 in 3D is probably going to be an exclusive for this device. I say that because they talk about the fact that it can do 3D. But, and, and their example was showing Avatar 2. Yep. But the one thing that they said that got me excited is that you'd be able to stream any movie that supported 3D to that device. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or game. You can watch games. Every single movie. I, I have hundreds of them on my Apple TV. They've upgraded them all to 4K, but you know what's missing? 3D. 3D. And I've got a 3D player. I've got a 3D. Uh, I, everything about my system is, is built for 3D, right. right? Even the TV. You can't buy a 3D television right now. No. Nope. You used to be able to. You used to be able to. So I'm just saying that it I'm excited if all of my movies that like uh, Wreck-It Ralph in 3D or something right. that I wouldn't have spent the money on. Right is now going to give me the 3D version for my 3D television. I hope that's where we're headed, is let's, that 3D we, version. Let's hope. It's time. I, I if know. it only comes on the Vision Pro, then that's going to be a little disappointing. Yeah. Would I want to watch it at least once? Yeah, and I'll probably figure out how to borrow one from somebody and sure. watch it at some point. But I, am, I, am I going to spend... Uh, it, I, uh, the only time I would spend three thousand four hundred dollars on on this device is if I had money just burning a hole in my pocket, yep. and right now I don't have that problem. So, right, you know, I I I think I think that um, it looks really interesting. It, and it had it had two chips, two right? chips. Yep, it uh, had two chips, M two and R one. R one. Yeah. They, they created a new class of chips for this R1. Basically, that's your real-time sensor. And that's like, the thing that's like the thing that separates that's the thing that's going to separate this from MetaQuest is that they don't the MetaQuest at this little $400 device doesn't have those sensors like that. So that's why you get the lag in the metaverse the way that you do. Well, here they got twelve different cameras and twelve and twelve si like I think it's twelve cameras and six speakers or something like that. Some uh, ridiculous amount. Something, yeah. but all within this little headset goggle device. Which, by the way, is going to get dropped and is going to get broken. Yeah, just get saying. insurance. Get the insurance Holy on God. it always. I, I just can't imagine the front of this display not cracking within 24 oh, hours gosh. for somebody yep and it does have adaptive environment so if you are wearing the device and somebody comes into your view it actually will uh lower the shade so where they can see your eyes and you can see them yeah. and it's not intrusive on your uh on your environment that you're working in or scrolling in because it is 100 percent controlled by your voice your hands and your eyeballs Yep. So wherever you're pointing at, 
that's what's going to be highlighted or selected and then all you have to do is just tap tap to select it or shrink it scroll all that so they introduced basically face id for your eyeballs yep right? optic id optic id watch for that to be introduced in the future on some other devices yep. all mac os devices ipad I, I ios it. i think we're I going there it. and i think we're two years away maybe yeah face id is really good so it to me this feels like either touch id or optic id just an additional form of maybe for payments i've got to hold it up and it's got to look at my eyeball before well, i don't think we'll have to do this but i think it'll be like the face id where it's actually going to focus that focal point yeah, you're right, into you're your right, eyeballs you're right so i i think i think we're going to see where you can turn on an additional layer of security for certain things i, sure. I think we're going to see this come to more things after they prove it out on yep. on that device on that device yep you're absolutely right so is it for you and me no not probably not but it's really interesting technology i just it's too bad that you don't have some of the metaverse you know that there's not you can't see a little person walking around yeah you know the virtual reality portion of so, it which which maybe you'll be able to because they really know. didn't show what it would be like if you were interacting with another person yep. in a different room or right they may not be there yet but it but might be but i'm just going to say that it will be interesting to see how they tackle sure multiple people interacting with each other both of them using one of these devices yep and we'll keep you guys posted on that and i would expect the second form of this device to to go down slightly <laughs> they I, got a lot of room four thousand yeah they got a lot of room so if they if they chop it down by a thousand then you know i'll be i think that's a fair value as it is a computer it is a hardware device that is comp an actual computer it's just not your your traditional computer right. is all like i said spatial computing i had i was when they announced it i was instantly angry well it's goggles. i shouldn't have been it's goggles. it's goggles as we said as the rumors had suggested it's definitely goggles and it is exactly kind of what we expected of it but at the same time i took the emotion out of it and i thought started thinking about the utility of it i was yeah. like okay the utility is there i absolutely get it i understand it and it's just it's not for me and if you like to sit in your office and work on a whole environment like this with six virtual screens, you can do that. Go watch Ready Player One again. Yes, go watch Ready Player One. Fantastic movie. But it, it tells you the warning of getting these devices and getting too plugged into them. So I yeah. thought that was just a really interesting. interesting. I might have to watch that yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Good call. But anyway, that's that's one to watch. And, and even though we don't have really... Uh, of two things one is do you get sick wearing this thing no Emotions, yep. no because they made the refresh rate or whatever the speed of this thing so amazing that you won't get sick wearing it yep so that was the one thing that the was... other thing is since i said watch ready player one mm -hmm. there are all sorts of new shows coming out that we need to talk about in an upcoming episode okay we but, haven't talked about apple tv but plus there are so many new shows coming out for apple tv plus and I've been watching older shows, uh, newer shows, and I'm just going to say there's a lot out there 
it's time to probably have a, uh, a, a an episode where we spend a little. I don't want to spend a lot of time, but we spend a little bit of time talking talking about that because I'm going to tell you if you if you have an opportunity to get a free trial or or spend the money once in a while, then you cancel. Now is a good time to spend the money. The yeah. other thing was. I had to collect money from some of my kids now because Netflix did turn on the... They got you, huh? They they turned on the, hey, so you're not in the home. Are you traveling? Ah. And, and so now I've, I've had multiple kids where the profile, even at $8 extra for one profile, was worth it to them. That's $100 a year, by the way, extra yeah. that Netflix just got out of two of my kids because four million new subscribers they hit this last because, because they that. wanted to crack down on password crack share. down on password share. So I'm just saying, I hope we don't see this for all the other streaming devices, or it suddenly becomes not affordable. Yeah, but so many people want Netflix right now that it, that it's uh, really they're willing to pay the money. So Apple TV is countering this by lots of, i think it's every week there's new episodes and new shows yep. coming out all all through the fall yep. and now is a great time to renew your subscription get a free subscription do whatever because there's so many great new yep. shows coming out i highly recommend just seeing what works i think it was the last thing he told me with uh, jennifer gardner that's a great show um, uh, we'll have to watch that. The wife and I have that one on our list. The last, the last season of C came out, you know, a year ago or whatever it was. Finally watching that, I think that's fan, been fantastic. So anyway, there's just a lot of sure. good shows, and then a crowded room. We started watching that, and that's about a guy with split personality disorder, uh, and just phenomenal, really I'm good sure. show. So anyway, lots of great new stuff out there. Lots of yeah. new stuff coming. Hijack, I think, is one that's uh, yeah. coming soon. Anyway, just lots of new new content, and they're definitely trying to take on Disney, Netflix, mm -hmm. Hulu, yep. right? All the different ones out there to, to get a space on that top row of Go your Apple TV. Share. Yep, yep. And that is on the top row of mine. So you know, with that being said, guys, if you made it to the end, holy cow! Thank you so much for your time. Probably took you a couple lessons to get Probably through Probably took you, but you know what? We're okay with that. And if you did make it to the end, please leave your favorite emoji in the comment section. I would love to see them or any comment at all, actually. Tell us what you. your favorite show is that you're watching on Apple there TV right now. And We'd then love to hear what that is. We'll, we'll talk give you about a recommendation. It. If we haven't watched yet, we'll give you a recommendation on the next episode. So with that being said, that is our show for today. We'll see you guys next time.